You're listening to Behind the Viewfinder podcast, where you can relate as client or as service-based entrepreneur. Listen in on behind the scenes of client projects, the latest image capturing trends, and recommendations for your photo or video needs. Here's your host, Andy Coles. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Behind the Viewfinder podcast. I hope that you've had a great week thus far. What have you been up to, huh? Have you been uh, practicing your craft still out there doing those in-camera transitions, have you been, uh, doing long exposure photography? Let me know. Tag me in your work. If you haven't found my Instagram yet, look me up, man. All right, what's the deal? Uh, the handle is TVF photos so this week i'm really excited uh this weekend coming up i do have a wedding to shoot at the vintage rose other, otherwise known as la petite rose it's a really cool venue my clients have found this location and it has a very rustic feel to it and and guaranteed if you saw the outside the inside looks nothing like the outside it's completely different 100 percent night and day difference I'm just super stoked about this. I can't wait to get those images and get those ones pumped out. So yeah, that's what I'm up to real quick. Anyhow, this week we're talking about things that can help you basically keep your business afloat. And when I say that, I'm saying like keeping you up with the trend, keeping you so that your customers won't dodge out because it's becomes an inconvenience or in the sense of maybe you providing services that will help you stay out there in the front so that it just doesn't seem like the most common photographer out there. And today, I mean, if you want to be a, you know, if you, if you want image capturing to be your thing, you want it to take over so you don't have to do the, you know, blue collar nine to five job, as an owner of a business, you need to wear a lot of hats. You need to be a marketer, uh, to promote your your brand uh, and be able to sell it, you need to be a designer so you can uh, organize and update your 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 website. And then uh, you also have to be a techie because you have to stay up to date on the innovation of image capturing and the technology that's like constantly changing out there. And so we're going to talk about a few things here that I mentioned that I feel will be personally beneficial to you, especially if you're starting to launch your business, or maybe you do have a business and you you haven't mar- even like done these things to incorporate into your business, it'd be something worth looking into. So the first thing that we're going to talk about is digital marketing slash sales, okay? How do you, when you, when I'm saying this, when you present your photos to somebody, how do you have them choose? Are you just giving them the farm? Are you choosing? Is it is it the editor's, director's cut? Uh, what is it that you do? I know for me personally, I like to let my clients sort out what they like in terms of the photos, but it's kind of hard out there because sometimes a lot of platforms don't allow you to watermark the uh, the photos or you know basically make it where your photo is unable to be screenshot or saved via the website. So there's one platform out there right now um, that's doing that. I know is Defrozo at D E F R. OZO. Um, it's a platform. It's it's basically like a one-stop shop for all of your business. It has the ability to do proofing. You can do your blogs. It has the abilities to sell your prints. Also to manage your clients, otherwise known as the CRM, right? Customer Relations Management. 
that's one way that you can use, you, you know, find platforms that will be able to, to do all, all these things for you so you're not having to manage multiple things. That's kind of like the, the thing to do now, right? Again, you're the manager, you're the business PR guy, you gotta do it all. Secondly, another way that you can also do this too is uh, using Snapizzy. It's like a, a brand that basically uses a QR code that basically allows a photographer to upload and sort out event photos in minutes. So if you're doing an event and one segment of it is like a dedication or the ceremony, second part of it is the, the party, and then last part of it is like the closeout, you can section those, those, those parts off, upload them so this way they're ready in minutes. Your clients can sort through them, they can pay for individually like which they want, and then you know it's it's beneficial to you because it looks like wow look at this guy they're they're constantly just uploading stuff readily readily there, and especially in the moment right when you're at a party you're just feeling great, and then you have the opportunity to see that kind of stuff, chances are you're going to be more inclined to want to purchase purchase something right there and then just as a as a keepsake. Now, um, in terms of advertising, let's talk about that for a second. Advertising is essential. When it comes to your clients, they're gonna give you the best advertising when it comes to it, right? They're gonna let their friends know, their family know, they found this awesome image capturing pro, and you know, it spreads like that. However, you know, you can't just rely on clients in that sense, because eventually their source will run out, or they're gonna run into somebody else that eventually has someone else that they know as well. And at that point, it just comes to you know, you know this person to the fifth degree, but you only know this person to the third degree, so we'll go with one closer, yada, yada, yada. So anyhow, Instagram and Facebook right now, and we can thank the algorithm because of this, thanks a lot, guys. They really limit your organic reach versus paid for ads. Let's, let's chalk it up to that, okay? What's one way that you can really stay in front of your clients' minds? Well, one thing is building that email list, making sure that you're using emails to stay in contact with your customers. Personally, for me, I like emails because if I lose my cell phone, if I, I guess, yeah, if I communicate things just by verbally and someone, you know, misconstrues something or I misinterpret how they want something, at least I have it in writing. And then if my cell phone goes down or it gets stolen, at least I can still log into a computer and still have the, the sent file, the chit chat, right? A back and forth. This is the stuff we agreed upon. So having the having an email list will also help because you can send out reminders like, hey, I'm doing a special for this month. I'm also doing this and doing that. Those are great ways to let your clients know exactly what you're doing. Now, if you're like me and you just constantly get email notices that really don't pertain to you, you're probably gonna trash them, right? So I would say if anything, be kind of where you're in the front, but you're not too you know, absurd and obnoxious in the sense where you're sending one out every other day, right? That's To me, that's the point where it starts to get to, oh, you know what? This, this isn't worth my time right now. A very fine line to think about and to keep in consideration. Hey, what's up? I'm breaking up this podcast real quick just to let you know, did you download the Anchor app? I'm also featured on Radio Republic, Breaker Audio, Pocket Casts, even Google Podcasts and Spotify. Make sure to get those so you can listen to my latest podcast as soon as possible. Also, make sure to visit my Instagram at TVFphotos. Back to Find the Viewfinder Podcast. Okay, so that's about advertising. 
Now we're going to talk about web design. This part is really essential because if someone does go to your traffic, right, they see enough of your Instagram or your Facebook, but now they want to see the curated a little bit more about you, what you're all about, what you charge or other works that you have that maybe they didn't catch that they don't want to keep continuing to sift through. This is where your website is going to pay dividends. Have a website curated to the best stuff you feel is just the overall best images. Another thing that you can do too is you can use Instagram, right, as your source. Like, oh, this one got, you know, X amount of likes more than this one. And then you can use that photo or that video and incorporate that and move that back into your website. So this way it's one of your bangers. Boom. You keep it up there and people are just amazed and like, wow, yeah, that is an amazing image. But what you want to do is that when you build your website or when you hire like a, a you know, a tech person to do it, or if you go through a website company like Squarespace, that they have the ability to make a, a mobile version of your website. The, I, I tried Wix.com before, and that's a hot mess. Like you actually have to go through and not only build your website for your your desktop, but you have to build one specifically for your mobile phone. Now this was years ago. Maybe they've changed that. I haven't looked into that because I've been sticking with Squarespace. It's literally simple. You, whatever you update for the desktop platform, it just migrates over for your mobile cell phone and all be all. But looking to that, that's something that you want to really have because as a report from the website magazine, they said that as a result of people not having websites, specifically photographers, that a lot of them lost 40% uh, or more of their clients because they didn't have the ability to look up their website on their cell phone. Makes sense to me, right? How many times am I on my cell phone versus my desktop? It's so much easier to have it in your pocket, whip it out real quick. You wanna show a, a family member or a friend like, hey, I found this person to do my images, what do you think? I mean, I can believe that because myself, it's really convenient. My phone is usually in my pocket. If not, it's in my hands. Or if you're out and about, you wanna show your friends or family, hey, this is somebody that you should consider. I've, I'm considering myself to, you know, to hire for. Take a look. And then you bring up the website in your mobile phone and it just looks like totally kidding. It just looks bad or it doesn't come up at all, right? So make sure that you keep that in mind whenever you do get a website. If you do have one, make sure it has that ability to make a mobile platform. And if you already have so, Kudos to you, you're rocking it. All right, so the next one we're gonna talk about is mobile payment. Um, now, this one I was looking up a little bit and there's not a whole lot of information on this topic right now when in relation to image capturing pros. So uh, photographers, cinematographers, and videographers, this really doesn't seem like it's hitting a lot of, of a, a trend, but according to Digital Photography School, they said that mobile payment is probably something that photographers or image capturing pros will not adopt very soon. Now, to me, that just seems kind of absurd because one, okay, let's list off the benefits here, right? So there's at least probably five or six I can think off the top of my head. So the benefits is one, there's the ease of use, right? So if you have to bill somebody right there and then you can just send them a mobile payment, boom, you're done. Or maybe like you're maybe some of you are using Venmo or PayPal, same thing, right? Scan the the QR code, easy peasy, done deal. The the other part is that it avoids canceling gigs, right? Because if you have something well out played out in advance in your contract or whatever you do, 
you can make sure that you say, hey, before this date, X amount of you know days or whatever, I need to have a security deposit that's non-refundable, basically reserving my time for you. And then this holds people accountable, like, oh man, I've already put this money, I better follow through with my deposit so this way I can get what I'm paying for, right? Another one is you can avoid late, late payment. I mean, how many times have people been like, you know, I don't have the cash on me right now, in a couple of weeks when I get paid, I'll make sure to give you the rest or whatever it is like, oh man, that's, I've been there, not fun. And then you have that looming feeling of like, will I ever get paid? Yeah. So another one that I would say is avoid fraud. This has not happened to me personally, but it's in the forefront of my mind anytime I get cash payment because I'm like, what if they gave me like a counterfeit? I don't have a counterfeit pen and you know, like it just, man, it just, ooh, so creepy counterfeit Ugh. so yeah avoid fraud uh, another one also is that it, you know with your business hopefully that if you've already started to legitimize your business that means you're using everything to, to record for taxes so if I, I actually use square so I can use that and it basically tracks my funds I can use that as reporting at the end so I can have you know what I earned to date and then I can use that also as you know point of reference from years to go. So if I need to, for whatever reason, pull up, you know, three years ago, what I earned, boom, right there recorded for me. Don't have to worry about all going through my ledger books and all that a little more easier to, to navigate through. And then mobile payment, I guess also just easier for the clients, right? I mean, how many people carry cash these days? I think checks are basically kind of more or less for big timers that, that have like maybe big businesses or maybe just someone likes to write checks still, you know, that's kind of their, their MO. So. I think mobile payment is so much easier. It's so convenient. I mean, why wouldn't you? Next, let's talk about printing. What is old is new. That's what they say, right? I mean, look at the the vinyl records. That was that was back in the 70s, 80s. That was kind of a thing that started transitioning to cassette tapes and CDs, and now I think MP3s. Right now, I've been seeing a lot of trends of people printing for their parties. They've been printing for their um, ceremonies. They're just, and it's, when you get something like that, to me personally, and you know, I mean, if you've been listening to me for a while, you know that I love prints. There's something about it, it's just, it's warm and fuzzy when you get it. It's just like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And then you frame it. To me, prints are amazing. So it'll help you stand out if you're doing a session, especially an event, because Let's think about this. How many people right now, photographers that you can think of offhand that maybe go to an event and then all of a sudden they edit one on their mobile phone like Lightroom or Snapseed, they open a photo, boom, 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 done, edit, sent to a printer, and then they snap it up, put in a frame, put it in the middle of the, you know, the, the event there. People are like, whoa, how fast did this dude work? Like, where'd that come from, right? This guy come from the future? Think of it in that sense, right? Or imagine that if you're doing a portrait session, right? And then you both agree like, oh my gosh, this is a really amazing photo. And then, you know, real quick, as you guys are walking to back to your cars, whatever it is, if you have a preset on your Lightroom mobile, load it, boom, print it, send it to your printer. Rah, look at that. They're like, oh my gosh, where'd that come from? Like magic, man, magic, I'm magic. I don't know. So. You're saying, well, I don't want to carry this huge honking printer. And then there's the power source thing. So I have to probably have to carry like a, you know, a, a spare battery or something like that. Well, my friends, like in 2000, I think it was 2015 at the CES Polaroid introduced this thing called the Polaroid zip. Basically 
it's like no bigger than the size of your cell phone and it gives the ability to print a photo right there and then now it's it's not an 8x10 but I mean I think it's uh, like a 5x7 or 4x6 that it prints man snazzy right there I, I think it's rechargeable battery I think if I record remember it's plug into a USB charge the battery you're set to go again looking to things like that that you can do to print to give to your clients whether it's on the moment in the spur of the moment or maybe to follow right because again what is old is new people like to decorate and customize their homes their offices it's just something nice to have physically Lastly, let's talk about interior design. Now, the coolest thing about interior design is that you can customize it to speak volumes about who you are, what you like, and what you're about, basically. Keurigs are cool to have in your, your office space, but having your work is just so much cooler, right? Now, let's say that you don't have a brick and mortar. Deck out your office at work, or deck out your home office, because you have traffic flow coming into your office, coming into your home, if they see your images on the wall or they see in prints, I guarantee you they're gonna ask, wow, that's a cool photo, is that yours? If they, especially if they know that you're printing and or you do photography or videos, they're gonna ask you and then boom, it's gonna spur up you know, conversation. They may even ask if they can have a copy, like, hey, can you print me one? I'll pay for that. Having all that information or having those images available for your people, you know, for your clients, or your friends or family to see, it'll keep that in their forefront. And as much as you probably think that your friends or family are taking note, like, oh my gosh, he's doing photos and photography, they're probably not. Let's be honest, that they they're so um, just overwhelmed with life in general that they're probably more or less knowing what you've been doing for the last 10 or 15 years. And then they're like, oh yeah, that's right, you do do photos. Use that as, as something you can do. Well, you're saying, well, I don't have, you know, a, a space dedicated for my home office, or I don't have a desk, you know, in my office at work. Or you're saying, you know, uh, Andy, what the heck, dude, we're doing uh, Rona stuff. So no visitors inside my house, dude. Well, that's true. But you're probably going out and about somewhere to work right most of us are probably back to work now or eventually you will and you can go to shutterfly you can print a mouse pad you can print a thermos you can print a mug you can print something of your photos on something to carry or guess what you're carrying a cell phone chances are and chances are you probably have a smart device that allows you to use a cell phone wallpaper use your photos as a wallpaper change them up and then you know it most times you're like, oh, hey, check this out, you know, on my phone. And then all of a sudden it comes to your wallpaper screen. And you're like, well, that's a cool photo. Guess what? Hook, line, and sinker. Boom. I got you, my friend. <laughs> so anyhow, I hope those are things that you can take into consideration. Um, if you're doing all these already, 100 points, two gold stars, not just one, two. All right. So let's go ahead and review again. Let's talk about where, um, or just review real quick to recap. Uh, digital marketing, make sure that you're using some sort of platform that allows you to do all of your customer relations management, right? The second part is advertising. You want to do something like MailChimp or I think it's Mad Mimi, I think is another opportunity where you can basically get your, your email list, send out a cascaded, I think what do they call it, campaign to your, uh, your clients or your friends or your family so they know what's going on or what you're doing. The other thing is web design. Make sure that you, whatever you do when you're making sure that you build this website that you have something that is compatible for a mobile phone or tablet to use. 
Next, mobile payment. Make sure that you have the ease. Don't be just limited to cash. Have that mobile payment available. The other one is printing. What is old is new. Keep that, that little keepsake, that memento for them to have and to, to use for their, their liking. And lastly, interior design does not limit you to brick and mortar, doesn't limit you to a desk space. Customize something that you have, a keychain, uh, a, a mug or a thermos, something of that sort. And there's probably tons of other things I'm not thinking of that they have available, but use that to your benefit. So this way, again, it keeps you in the forefront of, this is what I do, this is my images, this is my work. I am totally capable of making your life so much more interesting with having this in your life. That's it for me right now, you guys. Thanks again for tuning in. Until then, we'll catch you on the flip side. Be sure to check out next week's episode. Until then, happy clicking.